inviting me to um, be the guest speaker at the AGM. Um, according to Rowena, I'm meant to be the light entertainment at the end of the evening. So hopefully I won't go on too long. Um, so my name's Ellie Harrison and I'm an artist. I've been living in Glasgow for the last eight years. It was actually my eighth year anniversary last week on the 15th of September. And I've been a union member since 2010, since I graduated from the MFA course at Glasgow School of Art. So I signed up as soon as I was eligible. But I'd known about the Scottish Artists' Union for a few years before I even moved up here. And the trailblazing union that it is, uh, the first trade union of the 21st century, (laughs) founded in 2001. And I knew about all of this because I met this man, Guy and Porter, who you can see poking out of the back there, um, who I believe was one of the founding members of the union. And here we are in this photo, taken in 2008, when we went on a networking jolly to France, paid for by um, Artist Newsletter. So there's the evidence um, of how times have changed (laughs) since then. Anyway, since I met Guyane and I heard about the union, I was really interested in the concept of trying to collectivise a group of such individualistic creative types that we all are. Um, And the power of that collectivisation in enabling us to start to see the struggles that we all share in common in our lives and to give us the power and numbers that we need to begin to address them together. So the idea of a union as a framework for aligning the interests of numerous individuals is something that I continue to attempt to do in many of my own projects. So firstly, in 2001, when I set up the Artist Lottery Syndicate, and this syndicate was very much inspired by the definition of a syndicate, which is a group of people joining forces to work together for a common goal. In this case, winning the lottery. We didn't quite win the jackpot, anyway. Um, And then the artist bond, which is the successor to the Artist Lottery Syndicate, founded in 2011, which is based on the slightly less risky investment in premium bonds. But this year, we've managed to expand membership in the artist bond. So there are now 160 members all around the UK, more than a quarter of whom are based in Scotland. I'm sorry Scotland is missing of this map. But there's, there's, there's more than a quarter of the membership based up here. And then the Worker Fund for the Self-Employed, which I staged twice in 2011 to set the world record for the most self-employed people working together in the same place at the same time over the course of a normal nine-to-five day. This event 
aim to draw attention to and begin to address two of the negative side effects of self-employment, which I'm sure you're all familiar with. Isolation and increasingly longer working hours. Now, unfortunately, these two things are things that got slightly worse in my life this year as I've been working on a little project that some of you might have heard of called the Glasgow Effect. Um, now, firstly, because of the weight of responsibility and the sheer volume of scrutiny that I received as a result of taking or accepting that public money. Now, of all the things that annoyed me about the start of the year, um, and remember, back to January, when I successfully aligned the interests of an entire city with the common goal of taking the piss out of me. The one thing that annoyed me the most was the myth that was being perpetuated of the lazy artist. Because that could not be further from the truth. And I can easily count on one hand the number of days I've had off this year and because I've taken on so much I'm just going to have to work, work, work until December, plough on through until the very end when I get the privilege of going back to my actual work which is teaching at the art school in Dundee. So one of my favourite, or one of the most inspiring art collectors that I know of are the Critical Art Ensemble, who are based in America. And they point out in their book, Disturbances, which came out a couple of years ago, that this self-exploitation only gets worse for artists who try to work in more politically or socially engaged ways. And this is for two reasons. Firstly, because if you choose to resist the commodification of your work or to resist conforming to the norms of a commercial gallery system, then you are nearly always going to have to work another job to subsidise your practice. And this is what I usually do when I'm teaching two days a week. But secondly... Because if you're moved enough by the social, economic and environmental injustices that you can see in the world to actually start organising in a union or politically campaigning to try to address them, then you quickly come to find out that your work is never going to be done. Um, so, unlike other unions... I'm not really sure that our demand at the Scottish Artists' Union is necessarily about working less. Because I think for artists, more than anybody else in the world, there, isn't, there are clearly other motivations for doing what we do than just money. I think what we need to be thinking about 
um, what we need to be looking at are the qualities of the work that we are doing and celebrating and expanding the positive aspects of that work and challenging all those that are not. So the Glasgow Centre for Population Health, um, the GCPH, you might have heard of, um, actually quite coincidentally (laughs) solved this infamous Glasgow effect this year um, when they published a report in May and they concluded that actually it was a lack of political engagement and solidarity in this city (laughs) compared to similar cities like Liverpool that was actually a cause of premature mortality here. So I've been following the public health debate pretty closely this year and I was at the Public Health Information Network conference earlier in the month and I saw this presentation by an NHS uh, professional and he was talking about the relationship between work and health and the conclusion that he made is that good work is good for your health and good work is defined as being work that is highly autonomous, but that also has low intensity. So these, these are things that artists definitely do have, providing we are able to take a small amount of time off um, to keep that in levels of intensity in check. But the quality of this good work is affected by two things, one being insecurity and one being low incomes. And the fact that two-thirds of artists earn less than £5,000 a year from their work um, and that we're all operating in an increasingly uncertain atmosphere of austerity are the things that I think we really do need to address. But... As far as I'm concerned, this shouldn't just be about what is good for our members. Um, I think this is about fighting for a sort of world in which everyone, no matter where they come from, or no matter what their background, gets the opportunity to live a creative life. We should be fighting for a world in which everybody can be engaged and empowered citizens who have the time, the space and the resources necessary to fully participate in our democracy. And how the hell do we achieve that, you might ask? Well, I think um, we do this by joining with other unions and I'm really heartened to hear that we're aligning with the GFTU. We do that by joining with other organisations and other campaigning groups because we need to work together to fight for the public ownership of our public services and infrastructure in order to bring down the cost of living because the cost of living has spiralled out of control since everything was privatised in the 80s and 90s. But also, together, we need to fight for the redistribution of wealth 
from those who are profiting from everybody else's need to live, to eat, to travel, to heat our homes. And that can be redistribution in the form of adequate benefits, tax credits, a universal basic income even. Because I think it's only then that we will have created a world in which all of us, not just the artists, can get the huge health benefits of the good work that we artists are all lucky enough to do, which we must never, ever take for granted. Thank you.